0: tirades my name sean and i'm joined by my co-hosts dale paul and adam gentlemen i have some knowledge that's gonna blow your mind time is linear how do you know that? those w- w- we're getting older there's no doubt about it no proof and, at all uh well look at your beard
1: how do i look at my own beard my eyes on stocks have a
0: webcam in front of you what are you talking about how do you look at your own beard i see i can look
1: at an image of my beard i can't look at my beard
0: okay if you had a better beard you could look at your own beard i can kind of see my (laughs) mustache (laughs) says the guy yeah all i have is a mustache so anyway back to my scripted uh intro Uh, And just like most older people, I thought we could take some time and reminisce on the days gone past. More specifically, I thought we could discuss the 90s. Um, But before we even get into that, I'm bringing back current events. I want to talk about a current event. Um, I have one that I wanted to talk about, but do you all have any current events that you want to bring up?
1: I think the only current event I have to bring up is that we should come up with a theme song for the current events and play it like a segment of the show.
0: That sounds awesome. Valid, I will remember that. As I'm editing this, I'll be like, oh yeah, Dale has a valid point. And I'll try to find one. I'll painstakingly try to find another theme song or intro. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, this is the only valid point I've made in years. You know, we're going to put this on the calendar and celebrate it every uh, 28th of April. Yeah. It'll be like our Hanukkah.
0: So, I have one story in particular that I wanted to bring up, which I think is just crazy. I'm sorry if I constantly bring up military stuff, but if you haven't heard of this, have have you all heard... Of this National Guard, Air Force National Guardsman, who has completely leaked top, top secret information on Discord.
2: Sounds familiar, actually. But I don't know much about it.
0: (laughs) Okay, so you don't know much about it. Dale, have you heard about this National Guardsman who leaked uh top secret government information? Military information.
1: I heard something about him, uh bit of an antisocial little uh little fella who sings okay. and capers and-
0: Let me build the scene for you. So we have a I believe a twenty one year old man who had uh, some mental issues, I believe, growing up in high school, who uh, I believe at the age of 18 applied to own a weapon and was denied, and it was denied due to the mental issues or whatever issues he had growing up in high school. He then joined the... Air Force National Guard. Um, I'm not certain of his specific job, but obviously he dealt with some secret information, uh, intelligence (laughs) information. And, Dale, can you hear me?
1: Yeah, I can. I'm just laughing at the fact Uh, that they would give secret information to a man that they wouldn't give a handgun.
0: Well, he, uh, he later applied again for a handgun um, after he had been – after he joined the military and got, it, got his weapons, um, he was allowed to get a weapons permit and such um, based off of his military service. So anyway, he was a part of a Discord group, and this Discord group was essentially – I might be incorrect, but from what I thought I have read, he, it was a Discord group kind of dedicated to military-grade gear. And this guy liked to brag. He, he liked to show off, and he liked to be the center of attention. And because he had access... To very, 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 very secret information, he liked to show it off in this Discord group, and this has been going on for a while, and um, it has it, the amount of information that he has leaked is astronomical. Really? For instance, it, he had access to information such as like how much South Korea was willing to give Ukraine for the war effort and the South Korea's specific qualms with providing to the war effort and how the U.S. was going to treat South Korea if they did not partake in this proxy war as much. And they had very specific... Um, Battle locations of troops in Ukraine at this very moment, within the last two weeks, even of where these troops were, and uh, Russian intelligence and counterintelligence and things of that nature. Like I am talking top secret stuff that could very easily kill lots of people if it went into the wrong hands. And there's not and there's much more. Then that then that, that barely, what I just told you, scratches the surface of the stuff that he leaked.
3: Okay, but I, unless I misheard you, this is like a, a guy who's been in the National Guard for three years?
0: Yeah. Why
3: does he have access to this information at all? <laughs> That's the bigger issue.
0: Great point, Adam. Great point. And what I'd like to counter with that is the fact that since this has been leaked— and become public knowledge that has been leaked. The headquarters, uh, well, basically the Pentagon, has taken the entire mission from that unit. I, I don't remember the specific unit, 173rd Intelligence, something or other, I don't remember. They no longer have a mission set because it has been deemed by the Pentagon that they are not doing things correctly. and Basically, someone of his low, 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 low rank should <laughs> never have had that much access. And the fact that they let someone of that nature get to that level, completely destroyed. I'm talking like his commander has been relieved. His... Uh, that unit no longer has a mission. So a lot of people are going to lose their jobs because I mean, you're dealing with the national guard. So there are some people who have a full-time job with, you know, from the government there. They're not going to have a job anymore. If I had to take a guess, this is all a guess, but it like, this is a catastrophic event. Uh, it's very significant and it completely destroys. what. <laughs> Like, it it really, it didn't destroy, but it shows just how much the U.S. has, like, as far as, like, fingers in everybody's pies. Like, it's crazy, and it really brought to light how much we have, and uh, there was no escaping it. Of course, if you Google it, it's hard to find what exactly was leaked. I mean, there are snippets about, like, here, you know, this is what, this is that, this is this. But I I have found more information from as uh, sad as it is to say, but for like Facebook Reels, people that are make make their content based off of uh, current events and news stories, and a lot of what I found from there at least was that. You know, there's a lot more to this story that m- mainstream news coverages are, are not covering probably because they don't want to make Uncle Sam mad. I don't know.
3: Well, I mean, maybe you could tell me this, but to me, the whole notion that you have some National Guard unit doing that type of intelligence work is just... Weird, like shouldn't that be something for the higher levels of the army itself, or you know, whatever the CIA? I don't know.
0: I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. I I was unaware of how much the Air Force had, as far as counterintelligence and intelligence goes. I I was kind of uh, taken aback by that. I I. I knew that the Army had that, but I was unaware that the Air Force had that. I I didn't know that. It was a multiple branch thing. I thought it was like, the Army's got it. Don't worry, boys. Like, I don't know.
1: I don't know, man. Like, (laughs) that kind of makes sense to me. That's clicking. Because the Air Force has aerial capabilities. Where are you going to get your best surveillance from? You know, ground level? I mean... Some of it, some of it, you're going to need aerial surveillance.
0: You yeah, okay. I mean? If you put it like that, that makes sense.
3: Yeah, but I mean, like, not to put down the National Guard, but I always thought of the National Guard as they're just like, you know, basically like the re- the extra troops, the reserve, right? That's what it is. And they come in when there's like, we need extra troops for a war, mm. or we need to, you know, get people into civilian. Uh, exercises that maybe the military, the actual military, can't spare enough men for things like that, right?
0: Not, not to get too into the military structure, but you have, let's say, active army, where you know me who gets stationed anywhere Uncle Sugar depends or you know puts me, and I'm here for until I am no longer contractually contract. I no longer have a contract with the United States government that mandates me in my service to a certain location and they send me wherever they want me. Afghanistan, Iraq, Bahrain, Korea, all those places I've been, but then you have the reserves, the army reserves. They go and they play army, um, uh, once a month and they, you know, put on their uniforms, make sure they still fit, take a PT test, and shoot their guns and then go back to being a civilian, essentially. And then you have the national guard and the national guard is a kind of a different beast because that is, you got to think back, like all the way back to the revolutionary and civil wars, you, this is your mod, like state militia. That's what the national guard is. That is their main bosses are generals in their state. And then it goes up to the Pentagon after that. But they their main chain of command is all in their own state. And they're supposed to handle uh, stuff like natural disasters or or, for instance, Texas was having the incredible, you know, uh, issues with Mexicans crossing the border or whatever. So Texas activated their National Guard initially to go over there and handle that problem. So, so they handle state issues. And then, yes, they do still deploy to, like, Afghanistan and places like that. But it's it's a weird drug deal kind of <laughs> with with the, arm, like, active army and stuff.
3: Okay, I was kind of confusing them with their dessert.
1: The more you describe them, the more I think they sound like, uh, you know, rednecks, but if steroids were mandatory for them, you know? <laughs> They're like super rednecks that are genetically engineered to help with things. I just imagine them showing up like after a disaster in huge military pickup trucks. You know, <laughs> with like bottled water and for some reason automatic weapons. They're just like, here, here, take it. Take the guns too, whatever you need. <laughs> that boy crossing your property, not for long.
2: That paints a, a pretty good picture in my mind, I think. That makes sense.
0: All right. Yeah. Thank you, Dale. There's uh I mean there's more current events. King Charles coronation will be on uh, Saturday, six May.
1: All the other recent King Charles have done really well and have had no negative things happen to them, so I feel like this guy should be pretty uh, should be pretty stoked to be the next Charles in line.
0: What a legacy. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> Jerry Springer died. Oh that's
1: right. Yeah.
2: That's uh that's crazy.
0: That is crazy.
1: Uh Emmett Till's accuser died. That was you know, a bit overdue.
0: Not as up to date on that one.
1: Well, I wouldn't imagine Yard happened in what I like the 50s or something, 40s.
0: Then yeah, that's probably why I'm not up to date on it.
1: And she died in like right. 88.
0: I'm gonna read a quote, okay, Dale. I'm not. I think I've read this quote to you specifically before. So hold, hold, hold what you got. But uh, for and, and unless you've forgotten, Dale, which is possible because you may have been drunk. I don't know when we had this conversation. Um, Hard to tell. If uh, the goal of me reading this quote is, I want you to tell me when it was said. In time, was it last week? Was it a millennia ago? I don't I just. I'm going to read it out to you. I want you to tell me when it was said. The children now love luxury. They have bad manners, contempt for authority. They show disrespect for elders and love chatter in place of exercise. Children are now tyrants, not the servants of their households. They no longer rise when elders enter the room. They contradict their parents chatter before company, gobble up dainties at the table, cross their legs, and are tyrants to their teachers.
1: I believe that was said at 10.56 p.m. on April the 28th. Um, Good job, what year? 2023.
2: Well, I was going to say it was probably nineties. 90s.
3: <laughs> uh,
2: 95.
3: I'm going to guess like 1920, somewhere around there, maybe earlier. I am going We're to guess dainties. Sumeria.
2: We don't have recorded what? text from 1920.
1: Sumeria. I'm going to guess Sumeria. I'm going to guess that this was the earliest written word that human beings ever recovered.
2: This is an epic of Gilgamesh. Oh, older mm-hmm. than
0: that. Okay, so I'm not going to tell you the exact date, because I don't have the exact date, but I'm going to tell you who said it. Socrates.
1: Oh, okay, a little younger than what I thought.
0: What? So yeah. why I said that? Why I said that? Right? Because I often hear, and I, I do agree to some extent, that the generational gap between our generation—well, we're millennials, right? Everyone in here is a millennial—and mm-hmm. the most current generation is gigantic, that they have no respect, that they are, you know, weak and pathetic, or or, or that they're uh, more timid, or whatever the case may be, right? And I just thought it's really interesting to read this quote from Socrates that kind of says the same thing, maybe not in so many words, maybe not the exact same relations, but kind of says the same thing about what how they viewed their younger generation. And I, I thought that was really interesting before we started branching off into the discussion of what are some of the key differences from the 90s to now?
3: So that makes me think of two things, really. One is like, I think it's possible that both sentiments are right and that it just sort of echoes throughout history, right? You know, they they were having problems with their youth and so are we and um I don't I, I was just thinking about this a few weeks ago actually and I I I uh, my, I was talking to one of my friends about it and he agreed with me and it's that even though that seems like a thing that every generation says, when I look at the three youngest generations that we have, like, not the one that hasn't been named yet, I'm talking about Gen X, us, and uh, Zoomers, I feel like I have a lot of... a lot in common with the Gen Xers. I have a lot of friends who are Gen Xers. You know, I I got along with them pretty well. I feel like there is a much bigger gap between us and the Zoomers than there is between us and the Gen Xers. I don't know. Two things. One,
1: that quote made from Socrates, I guess it was so old because I've heard Scuttlebutt, I don't know if it's true, that the oldest Lated bit of human writing was basically some old man saying basically that. Like, these kids are terrible these days. Get off my lawn. You know, old man yells at clouds. But, uh, the second point I want to make is I don't know that that's necessarily true. I find the opposite. I think that, uh, Millennials and Zoomers have more in common than either one to admit to each other. And that both of us are slightly more different to Gen X than we are to each other. Like, hmm. you look in terms of, like, our comedy and entertainment, and there's a lot of similarity there that just is not present in the culture that Gen X made.
3: That's interesting that you say that, and that makes me wonder, what, what generation were your parents?
0: Baby boomer. the yeah, very end of the baby okay. boomer generation.
3: So, so were mine, which makes me, that was why I thought maybe I saw more in common with Gen X. But I don't know if yours were too.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think it depends largely on what entertainment you uh, and what culture you immersed yourself in when you were young. If you were hanging out with more of a Gen X crowd, watching more MTV, or if you I, I
3: was, yeah, because I, my sister was Gen X. Okay, she's nineteen years older than me, so uh, a lot of yeah, a lot of things from when I was young I got from her. So
2: that makes sense.
3: Whereas we were,
1: you know, we were making things up as we go. We didn't have, we had our own entertainment. That was something that was great about the 90s. There was just this complete divide between what the kids were doing and what the former generation had done. Like, there wasn't continuity. We had a bunch of brand new stuff that wasn't a continuation of other things.
3: Oh, I thought you were just talking about, like, you know, we didn't have constant... Uh, entertainment shoved in our face through a broadband pipeline all day so we would like sit and make up our own games and stuff. Well, we did I know that I too. used to do that. I thought that's where you were going. But... No, it's, it's more like Gen X
1: had their version of the cool new rock music, right? Gen X had their version of the radio. Gen X had their version of TV. They had MTV. But it was all the same stuff that the boomers had but their own version of it we had brand new things that never existed like handheld video games and computers
3: and
0: i was going to say it's kind of interesting I, I actually made a note to to bring this up that the 90s was kind of a unique gateway into the technological advances that we see today but I don't think, at, in the 90s, it's it's safe to say, in my opinion, that we hadn't completely disconnected ourselves from how we approached each other. I, I don't know if that's the right way of saying it. But that,
3: that probably didn't happen until like 2010.
0: That, uh, okay, and that's what I was going to say. The early 2000s to, yeah, a little bit later on is when cell phones became like yeah. m- a much 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 more common place to have and now everybody has one and it, it was just I don't know where I'm trying to go with this other than the fact that in the 90s I felt like everybody was able to communicate so much more effectively than what they have today via text or whatever the case may be
2: everything just kind of just keeps progressing to what the later generation will just say, oh, it just keeps getting worse and worse. Like, who's to say, like, you know, we're, we're always stuck in our phones, and then, like, what, maybe the next generation, they got, like, the, the fucking Neuralink or some shit going on, so they're just, like, fucking just sitting back in their chair, like, zonked out of their mind. Like, you know, maybe they're, like, fucking playing video games in their brains at that point, and then they're really not going to talk to you. Like, I could slap a phone out of your hand and be like, hey, listen, but if, you know, if you're, like, fucking off in, like, goddamn Quest World or something, you know, it's and, it, and it's the same with, like, music. Music always gets a little bit more extreme, a little bit more extreme, but is it is it really worse? Or, you know, kids are getting rude, or... I don't know, but you know, we're not stoning our children anymore for being
1: out alive. I don't know. I've heard again, this is scuttlebutt. Take it with a grain of salt, look up the details for yourself, maybe I'm wrong. But from the things I've heard, and some of like the Zoomer stuff that I have seen floating around the infosphere, it seems that younger millennials and Gen Zers are Abandoning the idea of uh, intoxication in droves. Like, they're the most sober generation in decades and decades. They are downgrading tech left and right. There's this whole flip phone thing going on now. Like, I think that there's going to be a backlash to the trend of the last couple generations... Which makes sense, I mean, there was a backlash in the 50s to all the crazy shit that happened in the 30s and 40s, you know?
2: I know you mentioned that flip phone thing before, but I still haven't seen that. Like, I mean, I guess you're not going to see that on TikTok if (laughs) they fucking film that with? Exactly, I guess. (laughs) That's the whole point. (laughs) I don't don't know, but I'm like, I still see young kids, like, on there by, you know, the, the dozens of them, or thousands, and, you know, there's... Like, I don't think everybody's doing that. And I mean, no, even no. with the kids doing their little trends where they want to be like, oh, I'm I'm cool. I'm really old school. I use a flip phone. That's not going to stop, like, actual, like, science and things from progressing. And, you know, s- people are, they're, they're still going to be the people that want newer technology, like, just a few kids setting trends aren't going to to change all that so we're still going to be progressing and then you know the next generation is going to be like oh they're using flip phones that's that's lame that they're trying to be these weird past living hipsters I'm definitely going to the newest (laughs) technology ever now just despite them (laughs) it's just you you just want to be different than, than the last generation nobody wants to be exactly the same
0: you're not wrong. I, I kind of think back to the the Facebook memes of like whenever, oh, your mom started using Facebook and so now everyone's got to move over to Twitter or whatever the case may be, which I, I still don't <laughs> understand social media, even in the slightest. Yeah. I wish I did. I'd probably make this podcast a lot more successful if I did. <laughs> but
2: hey, I told you to make a Twitter account. You, you did, did, and I
0: still haven't. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I wanted to kind of Back off of that conversation a little bit. When I think of 90s, because I was a young child at the time, I think of toys. I think of playing outside. I think of stick fights. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A lot. Um, (laughs) But when we talk about toys specifically, what kind of toys do you all remember? When I say toys, it's a broad sentiment because I'm thinking Pokemon cards. Hell yeah. I'm thinking of Pogs. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, let me hear what you guys got.
1: Soccer boppers.
0: Soccer boppers? Soccer boppers? Yeah,
1: yeah, whatever it was. More Soccer-
0: fun than a pillow fight? Mm-hmm, I got yeah. those for my kids.
1: Yeah. They use them sure so much thrilled.
0: that they popped them. <laughs> That's a good idea.
1: Yeah. Let the kids hit like, things.
2: This way you can beat the shit
0: out of each other without knocking out teeth.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a very smart idea on the parents' part. Take out your frustration.
0: <laughs> you can order them on Amazon still. That's nice. how I did it. I ordered them on Amazon. My son loved them. So much so, though, that he popped them. and So he, I, we had to throw them away. We had to get new ones. They come out like little repair kits, but they're absolute shit, and they don't really work.
2: I know um, Nerf guns, those were super big in the in the 90s Ooh, as well. Yeah. Those super super fun. Super super yeah, super Soakers oh, yeah. as well. I was thinking of that and then just like tons of action figures like Ninja Turtles and shit. Can not think of anything yeah. more 90s than a Ninja Turtle action uh, figure?
3: Uh I think Power Rangers are more 90s. That's yeah. true. They're, they're, that yeah, I mean
2: Turtles like started the in the 80s I guess but
3: yeah.
1: I don't know man, I could argue that the most 90s toy set was the Pokemon things, starting with the card game and then moving on to the first gen video games. I still Late remember the 90s, that. yeah. I, early 90s. Yeah, yeah, true, but in the early 90s I was like 2 and 3. I vaguely remember those weird puzzle piece floor mats. You oh, know, yeah. and Thomas the Tank Engine oh, yeah. toys because I was like 2. Oh.
0: You love Thomas <laughs> Dale, do you remember Bop It?
1: I remember taking the Bop It apart because I thought I was gonna be a little engineer and put it you, together. I'm
0: still mad at broken you about forever. <laughs> we were at grandma's house mm-hmm. and you were like, I'm gonna take it apart. I was like, Why? It works! Don't do that. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I want to see how it works. And then you took it apart and you're like I don't know how to put it back together. I was like God, <laughs> I hate you.
2: <laughs> I had one of those. Pop it. I also beat it. What about um? I had a yak back, which Ooh. is kind of like what the you know it's kind of the same idea as like the top boy talk boy tape recorder that mm. Kevin had in Home Alone Two, but it was just like a little plastic thing you would record and then play, it. and then like the more advanced ones later you could like slow it down and speed it up to distort their voice and I had a yak backwards so you could play it backwards then uh-huh. and I'd say that's a pretty 90s thing oh and uh Gak like oh, yeah. Gak shit
3: Gak Floam, Floam Floam Slime Koosh Balls
2: this is never gonna end <laughs> no. 90s had a ton of toys
0: Beanie Babies
2: Yeah, I mean, I I remember
0: uh, I never collected them or anything, but I know that they were a 90s thing.
2: I just remember like all the the, like middle aged women were like going crazy for being. That was like the first like time I ever like experienced like some kind of like craze where people are just like buying up as many as they can and like hoarding them. And it was like all these like middle-aged women and they're like you know they're gonna be worth something one of these days bullshit i can get like the whole set for like 13 bucks on ebay now you lied
1: they wasted their life savings on beanie babies all right we should <laughs> sympathize with them a little more for being so dumb
0: yeah i don't hate them i just <laughs> they're still they're still have it. they still have their horde like
1: one day one yeah, day as as it's they gonna be worth them. something I'll pass these uh, along to my children with my baseball card collection and my uh, box of assorted socks.
0: <laughs> so, you're right, we could talk about toys forever. So, let's move on to another topic of discussion for the 90s that kind of sets it apart in time. Fashion.
1: It was
2: terrible. Ooh, cuts. What do I
0: I was going to say bleached hair.
1: Oh yeah, frosted tips. Yeah,
0: frosted tips, which the army now allows.
1: Oh really? Oh, how <laughs> is their
0: new age?
2: I had a bunch of different fashion trends. I think the two worst things that I probably wore in the nineties were like those like ball bearing necklaces that it was, uh, like the giant balls. You just look like a douche. <laughs> There's no no way about it you're a douche and oh. and the other thing i didn't have like the jinko jeans but like just like the overly baggy jeans that just like always get like anytime it rains the bottom of those things just get completely fucked like they're all brown and soggy and they start shredding at the bottom and ripping off and it, they just look disgusting you look like a big disgusting wet soggy fucking idiot. Yeah, the nineties
3: was the uh, period of homeless chic. <laughs> Can we talk yeah. about how in the early nineties everything was so bright that it would yeah. just burn your goddamn retinas? Well that was when you looked at it. Was that, that the was, end of the eighties
2: also yeah.
0: kinda? That's that's what I was about to say. It, it was the transition period. Between the 80s and the 90s. The 80s was much more colorful, I would 80s I would was say.
2: better for all three years I was in it.
3: I'm going to send you guys a picture. Oh. This was me on whatever date, 92.
0: Oh, I'm excited. Uh, nice. Wow. Why do you have this? Uh, it's oh, one yeah. of my
3: home movies I transferred
2: you definitely look 90s. You look so, like Mario. I was
3: going to say, so where's <laughs> Luigi? <laughs>
0: uh, I was actually going to bring up overalls, too. Overalls was a real 90s thing. Yeah. Uh,
3: okay. Well, I, that made me think of something. Because that's one of the things that like, everybody had, right? But I want to show of hands. How many of you had some form of Charlotte... Hornets merch.
0: No idea what you're even saying. Oh, I know what the like, Charlotte Hornets are.
3: It's it's a basketball team. Like for some reason, <laughs> everyone around the country had like a Charlotte Hornets starter jacket, and I don't know why. They were like on clearance at Kmart or something all the time. I don't know. You
2: you didn't even have to like be an actual fan of the team because I wasn't. I don't know. I wasn't. <laughs> I was but like, like, like three. S- someone else was talking about that Bro, too. I remember just
1: today the Charlotte Hornets came up at work because I work just north of Charlotte and I think that the whole reason they were so heavily distributed everywhere is because in the late 80s all the banks set up shop in Charlotte and started just pumping money into the local sports scene Hmm. and making like high end restaurants to take their clients out to and big stadiums for celebrities to visit so, I think that that was just the height of Charlotte Sports it's spreading its tentacles into everything.
0: Oh, that's crazy. Uh, it was
2: just a very cool logo, too. Like, that's true.
1: It, it in the colors. Appealing. Like, I, yeah, it was a good I definitely, yeah, I definitely remember seeing them. I just never had one.
0: I do remember seeing them, honestly.
1: Here's something <laughs> How show of hands how many people had a denim jacket at some point in the 90s?
0: Oh,
2: I, uh-huh. I oh, yeah.
0: probably uh-huh.
1: yeah.
2: I watched a lot of uh, Ernest.
1: Oh yeah, uh, Ernest goes know, to jail. I was trying
2: to basically be like him. I thought that shit was hilarious.
1: Ernest chases a squirrel through a church.
0: You
1: know, <laughs> Ernest tries to learn Chinese but gives up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, uh, fashion. It's not '90s related, but. Today, I had to go to Walmart for something, and I witnessed, I don't know if he was for real a a furry, but this would be my first ever visual contact with someone I would potentially label as a furry, and... I would venture to guess that this this individual who was uh he was a male he was in his young young twenties or very high teens I don't know um had dog ears, the paw claw things, a tail, and the little booties uh like fake paw on his shoes or whatever Ooh, yeah. yes. How yeah. did the tail attach? Seen. I didn't look that hard.
3: <laughs> I saw. I've seen. It's like it's, it's like furry light, right? It's like yeah, just accents of furry. I've seen it at like Warped Tour and stuff. It's
0: yeah. Well, this is at light. Walmart. So. That sounds
3: like the right place for it. Well, that's you know, Warp Tour is no more, so it's that's true. Spread into general society. <laughs> hmm. So this was your
1: first. Even furry light encounter it was lucky it man, was. lucky man, you have avoided <laughs> yeah. them
0: thus You're not far. To... really You're how not to how often right do you see them that, that I'm genuinely curious now,
1: you don't see them in their uh what does that call them my uh, first suits, they have like a name for it first persona persona. Yeah. Is that really oh, it? Yeah, instead of a persona, <laughs> it's a fursona. Unless it's a cat, in which I guess maybe persona is accurate. Great. Yeah, uh, you don't see them dress like that all the time, but when you hang out with the freaks and the geeks, you're going to run across at least one instance where someone invites you to a party and you realize you really shouldn't have gone to that party. Although I'll point out, they always do have the best and the most drugs. Like, they have to have a lot of drugs to do that.
2: Makes sense.
1: And don't get started on the diapers. They're fucked up people.
2: Why do they only pick furry animals, though? Oh, they don't. Why not, like, turtles? They do. Could you be a furry if you were a turtle?
1: Yep. Mm -hmm.
2: Wouldn't you be a scaly?
1: (laughs) Oh, many an argument. Many an (laughs) argument about that. I'm sure there's one that's a beautiful butterfly because he really loved a bug's life in the 90s.
2: Atrocious. That's, <laughs> that's um, only that he dresses as a caterpillar first and transforms.
1: He's got the tiniest wings. Very deep. I'm a
0: beautiful butterfly. So we brought up fashion, toys. Uh, I, the next thing I was going to bring up was shows. Oh, yeah. TV commercials even oh god
2: the commercials were legendary they don't make them like that <laughs> i know i sound old but man, was, and these commercials are wild dude
3: the infomercials were actually entertaining too like how many times did you just go to bed to the sweet voice of ron Popeil <laughs> telling you about his little toaster oven for the chickens it was beautiful <laughs>
2: Is that the "set it and forget it"
3: guy? Yes, I forget it. the Showtime rotisserie. Yes. Ronco,
2: Ronco, yep. or Ronco rotisserie. Set it and forget it. And then then the Jacqueline Power Juicer. But when I think of commercials, I'm always thinking of like the like the shit where it's just like. Crazy, like, rock music, like, AC, DC sounding shit, and it's like, Crossfire! Yo, get caught up in the Crossfire!
3: <laughs> or, like, the Capri Sun commercials where everybody turned into Liquid Terminated. Oh, dude, oh, my yeah, God. they're all the Silver Surfer for some reason, and they're just like, Whoa, yeah. dude! It's I was crazy.
2: thinking Alex Mack, actually.
3: It's the same thing. A, there was yeah. a lot of, like, weird commercials in the 90s, too. Like, a lot of the Got Milk stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh
0: yeah.
3: Oh, that was kind of out there. I was going to say
1: let's not forget the anti-drug commercials with the chick beating a frying pan on the wall and this is your brain on uh, heroin or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's like no that's an egg. This
2: is your brain on drugs. No,
1: nah, this is breakfast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I don't I, I don't remember what I was actually going to say now.
1: My bad, bro.
2: No, nah, no, nah, it's, it's cool. It's
0: probably really stupid.
1: <laughs> yeah that's why it's my bad it would have been great Would I remember
0: it. there was one commercial it had to do with the drugs thing Is is like where well, she, she like melts
1: like into this. the couch she used to be yeah yeah
0: well she was like deflated yeah she was like a deflated I think my balloon. favorite was the one
1: where it's just really badly drawn like some dude smoking a joint next to his girlfriend and she's just like ew and then an alien lands and steals his girlfriend. And they're like, don't do drugs. Or aliens will steal your girlfriend.
0: <laughs> I'm willing to bet that was creeping up on the 2000s, though. Those those commercials.
1: It was getting close. Yeah, getting to that absurdist uh, explosion oh. that happened right after. Does
2: anybody finals. remember the old Pizza Hut commercials with, like, Pizza Face and, like, the evil... Oh, fucking yeah, pizza yeah, yeah. cutter guy that was basically like Mr. Yeah. Bill.
0: Yeah, it was. I it was the that. Mr. Bill
3: guy. They they paid him to do those commercials. Oh, it was the it's kind of like the first like Tim and Eric yeah sort of commercial thing. Yeah, he's like, oh no, he's gonna cut me in half.
2: <laughs> that shit was awesome. Now that that's a very '90s commercial, in my opinion. So
0: what's what what are are our, our, some of our hallmark um, 90s TV shows and I'm going to go ahead and steal MTV because we brought it up earlier and I'm just going to say it now MTV of the 90s is a something that will never happen again Beavis and Butthead was great
1: Beavis and Butthead was great
0: that's a very 90s show
1: it was such a good show that they made an entire spin off about yeah. the neighbor that is now more well known than Beavis and Butthead
2: yeah
3: yeah, I was gonna say Simpsons is like it started uh, yeah. in eighty nine, but that's like essential. Um, yeah. Spider Man, X Men, Power Rangers. Bro, here's one all that those here's one that not a lot of
1: people are gonna bring up, but was the quintessentially nineties, Gargoyles. Remember that shit?
2: Oh yeah, yeah that was a good show. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wasn't allowed oh, to God. watch that.
1: It was too satanic. That's why we weren't allowed to watch uh, Rocco's Modern Life. Or uh, I got oh.
2: kicked out of Adam's parents' house for wearing a job for a cowboy shirt with, like, a fucking, like, evil-looking skull. skull with horns and shit. But then later, he was, like, when we moved in together, his dad shook my hand, he was like, I misjudged you, son. I'm like, oh, that's cool. No, you
3: didn't. I
1: she like, man, no you didn't. You got a good, you got a good head on your shoulders. I'm gonna corrupt your son now. I'm gonna go yeah. make him like listen to ACDC and you know, yeah. burn a cross or something.
0: Dale, do you remember that that church? That church, church camp, camp we is were a forced big to reason why it
1: took so long for me to go back to the church, because I was like, Listen, nothing that's true needs a clown to entertain me while you teach it to me.
0: I I just remember the puppet show where they – the puppets were – basically the the younger boy puppet was listening, was introduced to like ACDC and Ozzy Osbourne and all these classic rock bands. And he was convinced by his parents' parent puppets – that they were satanic, and he and the puppet in front of all of us young children uh, got a Louisville Slugger out and started smashing these CDs in front of all of us of ACDC and Ozzy Osbourne and all these other play, all these other bands. So because and, and he beat Satan that day, and I was like, "What the hell are we watching?" Like I, I am so confused. Huh? I loved ACDC at the time. Yeah, I was yeah, I remember like, they am told I going me, to hell? Like, yeah, like... You have
1: to uh, destroy all of your ACDC and Ozzy Osbourne CDs. I'm like, oh great. The only thing that my father gave me before he abandoned our family. That's definitely something I'm going to do, sure. They're like, oh, if you read <laughs> Harry Potter you're going to hell. I'm like, how about you go to hell? They said yeah, you that... can't wear shorts to church. I'm like, I am
3: eight. I don't choose what I wear. <laughs> wow. That, that sounds worse than mine, actually, and I didn't think that was possible, but like they, they, did you guys go to a church that demonized Pokemon? Oh yeah. Because that was like what pushed me away hardcore. I was like Pokemon's cool. How can you say that this is like satanic because they're psychic types and because they're like Um. monsters that you're making Mm -hmm. fight, that you're like taking possession of, like a demon. Like What? You're reading way too far into
0: this. We Uh, went to we went to a Southern Baptist church for a while. Okay, that makes sense. And that that was the reason why it it was You just gotta get
2: ridiculous with people like that and be like, I bet you watch like fucking sports. Well, let me tell you, the Pittsburgh Pirates, were you like pirates? Where you like stealing things? (laughs) Uh, Who's who's in trouble now with
0: the big boss
2: man upstairs? (laughs)
0: I wish I had that kind of head on me the, at, <laughs> at six yeah, and five you know, and then years old. I was just old, rolling yeah.
2: around on the floor in church.
1: Speaking of things that were banned by church people, Sean, do you remember when I got kicked out of babysitting for reading Harry Potter? Like, they told me I couldn't come in the house because I was reading Harry Potter. I'm like, it is it is the late spring. There is no rain. There's perfectly clear sunshine. What are you telling me to go outside and read my book? Okay.
0: By uh, the Bowers.
1: Yeah, I remember. I got kicked out for blast. like a week or two or something like that, and then Ma drove home and saw me just sitting at the end of the road reading my book and flipped shit.
0: Yeah, this was the same uh, the same father that that father. He brought me because we went to their church, which looking back we at did? it now. I, I distinctly feel like mom used them taking us to church as a way to get rid of us for a little bit since she was a single mother, which is totally understandable now that I'm a parent. I understand why she did that. But yeah. um, I remember going to church one day and his daughter and I, keep in mind, I am like four, maybe five at the time, uh, no idea about you know, trying to hit on girls or anything of that nature. Um, We're playing in the church, just playing tag or something, you know, completely innocent of children of our age. He brings me outside and screams at me and tells me that I, you know, I I'm being sinful and that God is upset with me, and so all this stuff, and and I'm like crying, like, like ugly crying, because I, up to that point I trusted that guy. I, you know, I I was very happy. You know, I was totally content. I had no idea that I was doing anything wrong. Now I'm being told that I'm going to hell, essentially. And when it's I playing tag, I remember getting when we were getting dropped back off, uh, at the house. He gives me a Bible, and he goes, it's about time you started to read this. And I was like, I don't know how to fucking read. Like, (laughs) I'm not, like, what is going on?
1: Looking back, like, I thought that they were real smart and pious when I was, you know, six. And they were doing their shit. But looking back, they were really extremely dumb. Oh, yeah. Like they were deeply backwards, inbred, dumb. Like their family tree must look like a wickerwork basket, just weaving in and out of itself.
3: So that made me think of something that I guess it. I would say it's probably overall a good thing because of you know what you just described, but I would say. A big difference between the nineties and today is that people do not like try to step out of their own sphere of influence and like parent the community's children as much anymore. That's sort of seen as a big faux pas. Back in the nineties it was like, you know, every adult walking down the street, if they saw you doing something wrong, they would act they would treat you like yeah. You were their kid. That's true. And try to tell you what to do. You know. Thank how to you fix so much it,
2: for but... taking this crazy tangent. I took us off on and tying it back to the '90s because I was desperately trying to think of how to do that, and 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 you did it. So <laughs> I was I was close to there, but you well, you found a, you found a ticket.
0: I. I I loved how we how we are, are wrapping this up because sadly we have to wrap it up because it, we've already been recording for upwards of fifty eight minutes, so. We're gonna have Dang. to wrap it up. Really? I know when we get on. So many uh,
2: more '90s shows I could have
0: thought of? I know we, when we get on oh, these bro, talks, it, it gets to all be a lot of fun, and we just lose I track know. of time. But it's okay that we, we talk. Bring
1: up Brandon Stimpy, Hey Arnold, just all the
2: Nicktoons, and and then the Home Cartoon Improvement Network with the uh, Home Improvement. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's the number one for me. That that well that makes that like embodies the '90s.
0: We're gonna end it here. And it's good that we're ending it here based off the conversation that we were talking about just now, because um, a potential next topic for the next episode might just very well be religion. Um, either either that or video games. <laughs> so a uh, very big uh, difference. Uh, but we'll see, depending on who's available for next week's recording and... Uh, who, what we're feeling like recording that week So As always I absolutely enjoyed this All the way through And I appreciate everybody here uh, For showing up And taking your time of uh, your schedules to record And if you are listening Thank you for listening And making it all the way to the end And I hope to see everyone On the next episode of Terrible Tirades Bye. Mm-hmm.